0: Sally Tupac, oh that's how about them calls there. Flash Flood Freddie. What's uh, up? Hey, beautiful Saturday afternoon. And this is a first for me, is it's game day. And I'm drinking an Iron City beer. Hey,
1: representing the hometown.
0: Representing the hometown. Um yeah, well, I can't say it's my favorite, but it's a hometown beer. It goes down smooth. What are you bringing up here? I'm going me?
1: light beer. It's it's a warm Saturday afternoon.
0: Yeah. So I got I got to go refreshing, uh, cold beer. But hey, any any beer's good on a hot day. There it goes. Open right up, just like the beginning here. So yeah, week three of the preseason. Well, they NFL saying week two, but this is week three for the Steelers. This is week three of the Blitz pickup. Um, as you know, first two weeks I I was flying solo with this schedule mishaps here and there, but I'm super excited to have flat fat. Oh, you know what, your new name It's an iteration. Go back to English class. Three, three Flash, words. Flash, Flood, Freddy. I love it. So yeah, welcome, welcome to the Blitz Pickup, yeah. sir. I'm bringing it down for us today. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So what we do here is, you know, we're going to give you four... Th- I'm going to give you four things that I think we should look for in in the uh, upcoming preseason game against the Lions. And Flash, Fred, I'd like to, you to give, give us some of your things you'll look for. But what we want to do first is kind of revisit the four points I gave last week And what's great with having you here, let's go ahead and get some of your thoughts on this, too. The first point I was looking at last week, is, you know, the preseason, it's it's progressive. We want to look for different things. Mm -hmm. So last week, I want to look at the two offensive studs, right? Najee Harrison and Fryermuth. Mm -hmm. Harris is a stud, right? Very fluid. Uh, I like the way he's hitting the holes, especially there was that one play where he got hit in the backfield, spun out, and still kind of fell forward for six yards. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, Fryer Muth. We kid around with the holding call, just the whole, you know, because of the Penn State kid. But he didn't pop a lot on tape. But you know what? I'm still very high on this kid. No, you hear a lot more about tape. him at camp
1: than you right. do during the game so right. far because he's come up with that shoulder injury.
0: What's your what's your uh, opinions on on Najee so far?
1: Yeah, I mean, running backs is you know it's tough because you the goal is not to get them injured in the preseason, right? So you want to see good looks, maybe a couple, you know, five ten yard bursts, and be able to kind of you know elusive elusive of, of, uh, ability. But you know the goal is not to get him hurt, so get him a couple touches are with you, their main.
0: Are you afraid of his hurdling?
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, you don't want to you don't want to go up and yeah. have him go head first on the ground. And be worried about that. You, know, you right. don't want injuries. That's early in the season.
0: Right, right. Well, so, so yeah, again, I think those two guys were very, very, um, very promising. The second point I looked at last week is it, it's going to be a recurring thing as you'll see later is the offensive line play. Mm-hmm. Want to continue to see them push the line the right way, and I love what I saw last week. 150, I don't care if it's preseason, 150 yards rushing.
1: Yeah, and they were multiple four, six, eight-yard gains. I mean, they weren't like, you know, they, they weren't moving backwards. They were moving forward three to five yards with that defensive right. line.
0: Right, yeah, and I thought Trey Turner looked really good in his first action. Still coming back from injury himself, but I thought he looked really good. Some of the backups you can tell, some of the guy I think there was one or two guys that were already cut, but you can tell there's some guys that won't be around. But I think overall Adrian Clem's doing a hell of a job with that offensive line. Yeah. Just the whole attitude adjustment.
1: The technique and, you know, getting off the ball quickly. Their, their win their win percentage on run blocks was like like twenty fourth in the league, like sixty eight percent last year. Mm-hmm. So capitalize on that and it looks
0: it looks like they're doing on the way to do that. Absolutely. I was kind of disappointed in you know, we didn't see much, but I want to start looking at the offensive formations, like what what Matt Canada's doing. Although I did see a little bit with when Dwayne Haskins was there, who got the lion's share, but I do think they were just giving him more to see what he would do, like with the pre-snap motions and some other formations. Uh, what were you thinking about the uh, the formations and even Haskins' play?
1: Yeah, they were in a couple motion plays. They had a couple jet sweeps and, you know, kind of, you know, kind of, you know Canada's offense is all about multiple motions and then kind of doing play action off it, right? right? So we right. saw that with Haskins and Rudolph and... Again, like you mentioned earlier, you don't want to show too much in the preseason, mm-hmm. right? So, right. You, you, don't, you know, it's kind of a, it's a balance there. It's a balance
0: of what you want to work on, like an extended practice versus not show too much. And I've I even heard some coaches say that they like to show a little bit on purpose just to get the week one opponent thinking a little bit. They Mm -hmm. might be like smoke and mirrors, but who knows. So we'll see. We'll continue to build on that, especially, you know, kind of get ahead of ourselves here, but especially since Ben's playing, that maybe it's something that uh, kind of increases a little bit. Yeah, they were
1: saying how veteran quarterbacks get really uh, find like a fountain of youth when they get the younger coach, new schemes, because the Steelers never ran motion. So Ben's always on the line. Everybody's trying to pick a defense out now. But you look at like Mahomes and LaFleur and those guys at Green Bay and yeah. McVeigh. I mean, they do all this
0: stuff, and it makes it easier for the quarterback, I would saying, And you do that with formations and motions. You essentially can run the same play, but you're just going to window dress it differently and thus looks like a different play. A mm-hmm. different uh, and the fourth point I looked at last week was I obviously want to see Mr. Devin Bush play. Obviously, he struggled a little bit, but I'm not necessarily surprised First game back from the ACL injury, which was also less than a year removed. Um, what I did like positive was he was able to run, run very fluid. I know the Eagles' tight end beat him pretty bad on that, but that's okay. Um, what were your thoughts on Devin Bush's well, first looked, action?
1: Like the fear, right? So the fear of, of going out there and moving and cutting. That's one of the, like the confidence to do that and not worried about the injury. Put that in the back of your mind. That's you know he didn't have that. And then I remember, like, Rob Woodson that year, they won the Super Bowl. He tore his ACL, like, the first or second week, came back, and he had didn't have a step. I mean, it takes you, like, you know, he's coming back in, what, 10 months? I mean, it takes you, like, 14 to 18 yeah, months. Yeah, he came
0: back in the Super Bowl, but you know, I mean, Kyler didn't have him do much, but he no. definitely was not the same corner that, that time. No, and no. And that's really almost about the same time frame. Maybe a little bit shorter for Rob Woodson, but... I mean, I was encouraged, mm-hmm. but Devin Bush still has a long way yeah. to go. I actually expect him to struggle a little bit, maybe up through week three or four. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad we got Schobert and they're giving him the dot, which we'll talk about here mm-hmm. in a little bit too. So, um, so yeah, those were the four points we had we looked at last week. Um, I'm encouraged, but obviously it's preseason; still have a lot of things to work on. So, what we want to get into now is this week. We finally, have a home game. And I was reading on Twitter the um, last few days that the steers are I mean, they're going to play in front of a home crowd. I mean, they, they, they got to be just super jacked up for and this. And tickets, I heard, like, we,
1: we could leave here, after record this, and go to the game, and tickets are only
0: $13. Let's go. Yeah. No, my wife will kill me right now. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, especially in those 500 levels, I mean, I think it's a, it's a really good really good value. But I want to give us, you know, I, I have four things that I want to look for uh, in the preseason, but... Since this is your first appearance on the Blitz Pick up there, Flash Flood, Flash Flood, I am gonna I am gonna mess that up so much. This isn't funny, but this is your first episode. Why don't you go first and give us uh, a handful of things uh, that you're looking for in preseason game number three? Yeah, so I
1: mean, really, I only have two things. Again, okay. preseason games, you kind of want to just kind of see how. I mean, you're not—they're not, not going to show you know um, technique. You know, the passwords aren't going to show their their. their technique move to get a sack to get the quarterback. So mm-hmm. it's not really the first stringer. It's just the folks that are competing for that third and fourth defensive back. Right. It's how is Schober going to fit in with the defense? How is he going to pick up the defense and calling things out with the motion and everything? Mm-hmm. So those are the things that you look for. You look for you know position battles. Who's right. going to win that? Because right. they're going to get a lot of playing time because they're going to get a lot of eyes. So um, sp-
0: speaking of that, position battles, are anybody specific you're looking at? Well, like, I, I, I like think the – uh,
1: the, 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 um, slot cornerback, Mike Hilton's replacement. Yes. Who's gonna get that? Yes. That's gonna be a big one because that's a pivotal role in, in the Keith Butler defense to rush off the edge. Uh, that's gonna be an important one. And then just you know and I would argue the offensive line. I mean don't know who's gonna be we don't know we kinda of know who the starters are going to be, but we're
0: the projected starters, right, right. Yeah.
1: And you could also even argue Dwayne Haskins. What, you know Is he going to play before Mason Rudolph in this game? Mm-hmm. How much playing time is he going to get? Right. You know, is he going to get more of the offense? Is, is he going to get more reps with the first team? He had he had reps with the first team in goal line
0: situations this week.
1: Are they going to put him with maybe some second stringers this time? Mm-hmm. So, so the
0: continuation of how they're going to utilize Dwayne Askins, what they're going to give him. To your, to your point, yeah, the, he's progressing well from what we're hearing in practice. And we look at it, what's he going to get tonight as far as the formations, the workload, you know, who's that second quarterback coming in to play behind that offensive line? Maybe play with like a James Washington or mm-hmm. Johnson. I don't think Claypool will probably play tonight. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I agree with those uh, the, the, the two points because actually those are my first two points oh, as well. See? great minds I mean, think alike. Absolutely. Either that or you're looking at my paper. <laughs> no, but um, it's a broken record every three weeks, and I kind of mentioned that when we were reviewing last week, is the offensive line, to your point because I think this is the well this is the first time that the projected 5 starting 5 are going to start, start together. Chukes at left tackle, Dotson green at center, Turner at guard and Banner at tackle. Although I've heard a, and we've seen a lot of great things from Dan Moore Jr. we don't know where he's going. They actually had him this week actually start playing some right tackle as well. So I think that, you know, I know this is Chukes last year contractually. Um is I don't think Chooks will get resigned. I think Dan Moore's are starting left tackle in 2022, so I want to continue to have him um, progress and see what he's like. So it's probably go offensive line. Here's a spoiler: the offensive line will probably be a key point for next week as well. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so, right? Yeah. The offensive line struggles, so I think we should, to to your point, look at individual play and look at what they're doing. Who's this that sixth guy they bring in on goal line? Because you know, they want to see people in different positions. How's Green
1: doing with playing, calling the signals to the line? How about right. the snaps to Ben?
0: Yeah, did you see the guy for um, the Eagles a couple of days ago? First play with Flacco, right over his head. I mean, Pouncey would have been proud. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, second point, yeah, the nickel slot corner. Now that a lot of these starters are starting to play, this will kind of like be their dress rehearsal. I am very interested to see who isn't in that nickel. Is it going to be a, a person, or are they going to do it by committee? I'm hearing a lot of, of committee because if Jason Pierre keeps, or I'm sorry, James Pierre keeps playing well, Cam Sutton sliding in, yeah, Justin Lane, Justin uh, Justin Lane's more of an outside guy, but he could b- bring somebody else in, yeah, Brooks, mm-hmm. but he's more of a thumper, so he might be the the run guy, but then you don't want to get too much of a, um, my opinion of a committee because then you become predictable based on the personnel. Mm-hmm. But I also heard, you know, Shakur Brown. You know, um, Millette, all these other guys. That, to your point, who is going to get a line share of that nickel, and do they go on both sides of the field? Things like that. So I think those are two great points. And you also mentioned position battles. Well, my third point would be, who's this? The second running back. We're starting to see some really good things out of uh, McFarland. Seems to be pr- mm-hmm. progressing very well.
1: Yeah, explosiveness is what they made him draft him out of Maryland last yes. year.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Bavakwa can tell us all about that. You know, the Maryland guy as well, but. Yeah, I, I like what McFarlane's doing. Um, they're saying he's doing really well in kick and punt returns, too. So that's just another added weapon. Again, position value. Um, another one I'm looking at is ba- Kalen Ballage. I was so high on this kid coming out of college out of Arizona State a few years ago. And he seemingly loves it here. He, he's he's kind of like a Najee clone, the same size. Not I even mean, as big as powerful, but I like this kid. I'm really hoping to see what... What um, he does, see if he continues to progress. You know, is he the, is he RB2? Or is it 2 and 2A two with Mick, him and McFarland? We don't Where's know. Where's Benny Snell in all this? I was just going to get Benny Snell and Jalen Samuels. No, I don't think any of them are in conversations for RB2, but are they going to be on the roster? We can kind of know what Jalen Samuels is. He's a good quality back, but he's a situational guy. Yeah, like, you know, turn down, catch the ball in the
1: backfield. Yeah, he's
0: a great receiver, right? Benny Snell, he's just been hurt, so we'll have to see where that is. But it could be a bad time and you're hurt, and you got all these other guys. He could be on the way out. Fourth guy I want to look at, and fourth thing, it is a guy because of the noise he's made the past week is how they're going to utilize James Washington. You know, he, when he was interviewed, he didn't come out and say, I wanted to trade. Or he, I'm sorry, he didn't deny that he wanted to trade, which he shouldn't. He mm-hmm. probably did. He just wants more playing time. And rightfully so, it's a contract yeah. year, right? But you also see why we don't want to trade him. We had that little scare with Claypool Mm -hmm. this week in practice, and I don't know if he's playing tonight, but if not, James Washington, he's the reason why, for this year, you don't get rid of him. You keep him, because you got a guy on his last year's contract, you might get a sixth-round pick if you're lucky, so just keep him. And the odds of a receiver getting injured or missing a game this year is very high. Right. Unless someone like New Orleans, I know they're having Michael Thomas issues, unless they come in and offer you like a second-round pick and then... That would be hard to pass up, Yeah, but that's not realistic. Yeah, they were saying like six-rounders,
1: ball he can get for him if they wanted to trade for him now, that's which right. is nothing.
0: And it has nothing to do with him as a player. It's the value. you got a receiver on the last year of his contract. You know, you don't want to give up too much, and then you're not going to be able to resign the kid. You know, so they're, they're just not going to get – it's just not realistic they're going to give that. So um, those are the four points I'm looking at. I'm really looking forward to the game tonight. Um, probably on a couple more irons. There you go. Um, but any last thoughts about what we look for tonight? Anything yeah, else to build on? I'll flip the script here. So like the Lions, they drafted Panay Sewell first round.
1: He's playing tonight. See how he does against High Smith and Melvin Ingram. Mm-hmm. Rookie rookie high rate high rated pick. They say he's like he's a stud, you know, best player in the draft last year. You know, he's you know, it's always interesting to see you know the top rookies that you, you hear so much about C A play. So maybe yeah. interesting in that match. And, night, and so. I
0: remember he was he had struggled a little bit last, but you remember because he's taking he took a year off. He's mm-hmm. been off of football for a while, so like Trey Lance. Suck. Exactly. I mean, you get a guy like him against a vet like Ingram and even Highsmith, who is just an absolute stud. He's not on my list because I don't think we need to see anything of no. him. This kid is arrived. He has arrived. Um, so, yeah, but those are the four things. So, to review, we both agree on the offensive line, right? Watch whether it's collectively as a unit or continue watching individual performances. And we also want to look at the position battles, namely at the nickel corner, right? Yep. Position battles. I highlighted the running backs like RB two, and also with James Washington, more of like that wide receiver three, or even some packages if he's a receiver two or things like that. Or an end
1: around like they used to give him last year. Yes, yes,
0: because he's a great combat combat catch guy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Any other positions you're looking at too, or? Well, I mean, I guess it'd be we haven't really
1: seen. to it much, just you know, and, and TJ Watt. So we get some the younger line, Alu, Tyson Alulu. We haven't seen either, so we're mm-hmm. seeing some of the younger guys, you know. And so, like, um let's we'll see how they played. But you know, the kids from Alabama is pretty good. I mean, they have a couple good ones that can get in the rotation mix because they're going to dispel those guys throughout the season, right?
0: They will. And I think I think to it was more of a personal issue. I know, remember, he had a, the death of his brother, brother unfortunately. Died, yeah. So he's probably still going some things. I think his his absences are more of an excuse. I don't think he's hurt. I don't think he's anything like that. It's just mm-hmm. more of like we know what you can do. We got you. Um, so, which I think is just speaks to the organization. I mean, mm-hmm. it definitely is a family first organization. And I think that's one of the things that Ballage will said he loves. He's been part of like, think four teams. Yeah, lately.
1: he's he's he loves Pittsburgh, and he's been to Miami, New York, and L.A. Three like like you know these cities he just loves Pittsburgh. It's like wow, he's been to some pretty you know it's hot impressive. Spots. That's yeah. definitely
0: impressive. So, all right, well, yeah, that's our that's our blitz pickup for this week. Um, we'll be back for the fourth week installment. Hope the schedule permits where you can you know, join us here, Flash Flood. If not, we'll review the points next week, see where we're going. And um, yeah, Hit
1: us up. If you hit us up on Twitter, at Bergman Cave, let us know what you think. And you know, if,
0: we, uh, if we're missing points, hey, let us know. We'd love to hear them. Absolutely. So Enjoy the game tonight, guys. Go Steelers and talk to you on the next episode. Peace. She's out.